met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Welcome to episode of Subconscious Realms. I'm your host, General Lee. And for tonight, um, we've got a, a very special guest indeed. It's somebody that um, I've been aware of uh, since I started, before I started my show. But um, I have no idea why I'm not contacting him, him before now. But, you know, everything happens for a reason and everything happens at the right time. So... I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host and creator of Expanding Reality, uh, Brandon Thomas. Uh, now then, Brandon. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I hey. should have beat up like, some music or something I could have come into. I only have this news music. I got this new um, Roadcaster <laughs> board or whatever. And so I have this little thing and I was oh, making hey. fun of news people the other day and it just has that music. And it it's got either that or queefs. That's the only thing I've got on here. So it's your, it's your pick, Bubba. Yeah, here, you want one here? There you go. I love it. I love it, mate. It's quality. I don't know how quality it is, but it's something. Yeah, it's me. We'll say that. Mate, mate, I love that. What yeah, that is actually, yeah. actually, I have that on my board because it's a self-deprecation queef. So if you talk shit about yourself, right, then I give you one of those bad boys. And I've actually got another one, too, that's even nastier. Um, but I like that one because it sounds like somebody's pouring out a bucket of slop. I love it. Just, you know what I mean? It, it sounds like somebody shouted. <laughs> yeah, it's something, something bad. You know, um, it's, it's a beautiful sound, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what you get if you're talking shit about yourself on my show. Mate, I love it. But no, yeah, these these soundboards, mate. Uh, I know. Uh, look, I know. Lux has got something. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the same as yours, but he's got some sort of soundboard art mixer, and he says it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. The new. I mean, it's a game changer with these new this new gear, man. It's wild. Do you know, mate? I would love to have some sort of setup like that. But do you know what I use? My mobile phone. Perfect. I mean, seriously, undercomplicated. There's understated there is like so much to be said for that because i have a studio full of gear and a lot of the times i would just be pissed at it i'm like what why aren't you working right because it's too it's it's over complicated right and so actually yeah. i simplified whenever i went down to this piece of gear it it uh, replaced about five to seven pieces of gear in my studio and i i like could not be happier to have shed the weight so now what i love about this is you've done it right you just said fuck all that and you just started it on your phone with a light device you're mobile dude you can go anywhere I love it. I actually, um, I think it's a brilliant model what you've got going. So, yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. I appreciate that. I, I mean, especially some of your caliber as well to pay to me out is a 
huge compliments. Thank you. Uh, we're we're all walking each other home, man. There's no, the only yeah, caliber is that we're here together. That's it. It is, mate. We are as one. We are as one. Absolutely, brother. I am you. You are well, me. Yeah, yeah. Nice one, mate. But uh, yeah. Very impressive. So what's your studio like, if you don't mind it? Yeah, Describe not at all. Us, please, mate. Yeah, so I had a, um, you know, a bunch of gear, and it's honestly just a, a little room in our house. It's one of our back rooms. My wife and I have um, a 12-acre piece of property out here in uh, Millsap, Texas, that we absolutely adore. We have donkeys. We've got a little pond. It's just a slice of heaven. You know, you just couldn't... Sorry, couldn't... mate. Sorry to interrupt you, but did you just say yeah. 12 acres? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got 12 mate. acres, and we've had it for Lovely. almost seven, almost eight years. It'll be eight years this august for us and we've already kind of outgrown it like we're already really looking forward to a lot more land so uh yeah we've loved uh living out in the country it's been amazing we weren't raised in anything like this so this is all sort of new to us uh for us rather and so when we moved out here you know it was just a couple of city kids moving out to 12 uh unkempt acres um you know it's like we knew we had a pond but we couldn't see it all the trees were hanging down and grown thick and then the grass oh, was super tall so the only reason we could even see the, that we knew that we had a pond before we bought it was satellite photos. So then the first like yeah. year and a half we spent, you know, bringing this thing back from nature and living in harmony with it, which was another thing because you go to the extreme and you're like, oh, I'm a man and I can do anything I want. And I was out here killing snakes that I shouldn't have been. And I learned over time just how to live Shit, in harmony man. with this place. Yeah. And so Same now you lot. just let them let the ones go that need to go. You know, it's a, it's a yeah. balance out here now. So, yeah. What kind, what kind of snakes are we talking about, mate? Uh, well, we got all kinds. So it's Texas. So it's sort of like the Australia of the United States, right? So a lot of shit here just wants to kill you. But um, we, we have a, a lot of venomous stuff, you know, like copperheads and rattlesnakes and things oh, like right. that. But um, this particular one, uh, well, the, but also we have a bunch of non-venomous snakes out here. So uh, the rat snakes and things like that, like they're not harmful at all. They're just snakes. And so they're icky, right? And so there's a yeah, innate... Yeah thing in you that says "Ooh, i don't want that around me and but once i got over that like there was um on my tiktok actually you guys can check that out uh there's a bunch of videos of me pulling this particular snake and i think a variety of them out of our chicken coop and just taking it off and walking it down to the yeah. pond i got to a point where i just didn't kill these things you know i live in harmony with them so i'm still very uncomfortable uh and yeah. hopefully there's a day that i won't be because i'm shaking every time i go pick these things up even though i don't know they're i know they're not going to kill me they still like strike at you and they're not happy about it. And I understand their position, you know, so I get it. I'm as yeah. gentle as I can be. So, uh, like I said, we live in harmony, but it wasn't always like that when we first moved out here. So I'm grateful that I was gifted that awareness and I'm grateful to the animals that I sent off to the source, uh, while I was figuring that out for being that lesson for me. That is um, a very impressive, uh, perspective on, on, on the situation. But I tell you what, mate, it's, it's one of those, like you're saying, being dubious of uh, handling snakes. I mean, I, I guess you'd have had to done a little bit of research on what which uh, species yeah. is like venomous yes. and stuff like that. You want to you want to get to know that absolutely, yeah. But with yeah. that knowledge comes power, right? Because then I was empowered to know the difference between which ones were ones that I should pay attention to. Still, doesn't mean that they should die. Now, I'm not past that point yet. Uh, I still send them back to source, right? We just yeah. have a lot of. Uh, hang on. Okay. You okay, mate? Okay, there we go. I was coughing. Yes, I was trying to. Okay, there we go. I swallowed coffee the wrong way. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> the, yes, I still send those back to source, but 
I don't, um, you know, it's super quick, all that good shit. And, and really, the um, the copperheads around here and the venomous snakes have been so few and far between. We've only seen some in the past couple of years. And if they're far enough out in the field, I will leave them alone. It's only when they're yeah, right up yeah. here in the flower bed by the house. We have dogs, we have cats, we have kids that come over here all the time. We're, we don't have children, but we have animals and stuff around here all the time. So if you pick that snake up and move it, you know, it's the idea of you making uh, that somebody else's problem. And that's also not something I'm interested in. So uh, yeah, we just yeah. simply um, remove those. Now, say what you want about that, the moral ambiguity, whatever. Uh, I find that, that that's what I do, and I have no compunction about it. But there are um, these other, but again, getting to the awareness about the difference in snakes and the difference from yeah. venomous to non-venomous was very empowering. Because then I, was, I could look at one and just go, oh, and then there's like this, I, you just study it, you know, you get into more of this inquisitive nature about yeah. just going, you know, I'm creeped out by you at a level, but that's a program. So I can unwrite that and you can really be uh, mindful about uh, being a greater, grander version of yourself. And you could do it with the creatures that you weren't always, uh, you didn't always find valuable around here. So. Yeah. Yeah. In itself, uh, it sounds fascinating, mate, and it would be to me uh, fascinating to be doing all that research and finding out that yeah that's all right that's not all right uh, exactly I mean, like like with snakes do you have and is there any other creatures like uh, for example do you have like spiders are they, is it um you're you worthy of those or oh, what they call recluse is it brown recluse they're quite venomous oh yeah apparently. they are and we well? have Oh yeah, we have those prevalent, prevalently, and especially out where I'm at. Plus, I have um, like uh, ping pong ball size black widows. Like they're huge. It's the well, biggest black widows I've ever seen. That are are right here on our property in Texas. There's a bunch wow. of other snake of of other spiders as well. And I'm glad you brought this up because there's these big ass furry ones called wolf spiders, and they've got little stripes on them. Now, those are awesome. You actually want those because they clean up pests in your house and they're actually great to have around. So whenever you see one of those, just leave them alone. Also, it's like a great omen. If you go with that kind of thing, it's a protector spirit. So if you want to view it that way, but also just biologically, it's good for you because it uh, cleans up the bugs from your house and they're non-venomous, nothing going to hurt you. Now, another thing that my wife encountered out here that we didn't have in the city where we were, where we grew up was uh, scorpions. So out here, uh, we get these things. Yeah, brother. Um, I've told you it's like the Australia of uh, of the United Fucking States, man. I love it. Born and raised, bro. We're tough as fuck too. Um, but I, but the uh, yeah, but the, uh, one night I was um, and you know we always have to. Well, we don't have to, but I do. We check our shoes before we put them on. So you always touch. You always step on the toes of your shoes on the outside, so that if anything's in there, it runs out or you kill it. And so um, you always yeah, check those because yeah. little scorpions and shit like to get in your shoes. Um. And then you, uh, so one night, uh, it's pitch black in the house and I, um, stand up cause I've, I felt something on my foot or whatever. And, and so I looked down and I'm perpetually bare feet and my wife's, uh, sleeping on the couch. I was sitting upright, my feet on the ground, watching TV. Right. Uh, I looked down at my foot and I felt something on top of it and I looked down and I shined my light on it and it was a fucking probably, I don't know, like a quarter size. Um, let's say, let's say a little bit bigger than a quarter. So let's say closer to ping pong as well little scorpion sitting directly on the center of the top of my foot and dude when i tell you i fucking reared my leg back and just go yeet and yeeted that thing across the room dude i heard it hit the wall never found it again but man i was like oh my god because the you know that what they say in indiana jones is true uh the smaller you know he says oh, i got bit by a scorpion and he was like well, how big was it and he goes it was huge and indiana jones goes great 
And he goes, if a small one bites you, don't keep it to yourself. Because that's the thing. The smaller they are, the more toxic they are, right? Really? Yeah. So these things out here are pretty small. Now, I don't know if they're the most venomous things in the world. Uh, I just know that they're small and that that is a fact from Indiana Jones that I just told you about. So uh, either way, though, the um, yeah, man, we got scorpions, spiders, snakes, all that good shit. But again, it was about uh, really with living with nature. And that's how we'll say I don't live in nature. I live with nature. Um, really learning that balance was a huge thing, man. And I'm, I'm ever grateful for it because, it, you know, many lessons like this extrapolate out to bigger things that you use in your life all the time. Right. So just learning that on a surface level that not all snakes are bad, then you could say, as we research sort of the esoteric phenomena that not all lizard people are lizard turds. Like maybe there's some nice lizard people out there. You know what I mean? I love that, mate. Yeah. Hey, about this, right. I mean, we're hybrid entities. Um, we shed skin. Lizards shed skin, or reptiles do. Um, there's a lot of similarities between us and, and reptiles anyway. Well, we have a tail before it falls off in the womb. We have that reptilian part of our brain, that fight or flight. That um, Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. So then, then you say, of course, then also... Then you would say to my point, um, you and I aren't bad. Um, we are out here expanding consciousness and empowering people and giving them back to themselves and pointing out things in the delusion that they don't need to subscribe to anymore that no longer are serving them and empowering them with that wisdom and knowledge. And so then you say, okay, well, then there are some good lizard turds out there because us, right? So our ties to lizards. So therefore, not all lizard people are turds. <laughs> Boom, prove my point. How you doing? What else we got? I love this thing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> quality perspective of that rather quality <laughs> um, i'm a boundless and, optimist man i mean your show you, your name expanding reality fucking hell mate you can't you can't get it anymore uh, spot on you've got 12 acres what you could expand on uh, you are actually expanding reality Damn so, right. as it is we all are I love it, we mate. all are by the way yeah. <laughs> i just named my show that yeah, it's uh, other than them, you should go, mate. And the, the content you're, um, that you cover is it's vast and it's brilliant, mate. You're, it's you're the kind of show that, that is, to me, is intriguing. Oh, well, thank you, man. That's a point, you know. Excuse me. The whole point of the show is the, um, you know, sort of the tagline is uh, the expansion of consciousness cleverly disguised as a podcast. So, you know, just like in a lot of the esoteric ideas and concepts that I've looked at as far as being able to heal yourself or move forward, or if you want to throw up air quotes and say manifestation, if you want to talk about any of those concepts, a lot of that all has to do with you and empowering you and finding out what you're all about and your relationship with you. So that's my job here is to give people back to themselves and we do this through the show because uh, it creates a space to where we can all come together. There's no ego in this thing. Um, and uh, we just talk about the ideas. Like, I've got no issue with anything anybody says. Like, I'm not here to prove anyone wrong. I'm not here to prove myself right because I don't know what the fuck's going on. But what I will say is that perception has allowed me to be a magnet for incredibly amazing people. And that's afforded me the opportunity to have incredibly amazing conversations and share those with you guys, which is why the show is so successful. You just get out of your own way. You know what I mean? So I just um, sit down with these folks and it's the guest, man. And we just go for it. And I tell everybody this in an interview, kind of like this, dude, this is just a conversation. This is the flow. This is real. Yeah. You know, it's authentic. And that's what my show, if nothing else is at its core, authentic. We just want you to be you. 
be real uh come as you are you're all welcome like fucking bring it you know what i mean let's just talk about some dope shit and it doesn't have to be right or wrong or true or whatever i'm honestly uh, to the point where i don't think we're all in the same place like i'd be fine if consensus reality was completely bunk it would actually make the most sense to me if we were all sort of living our own journey experiencing uh independent energetic expressions of really just a reflection of us and that's it it's just a big hall of mirrors with you in it right and that entire perspective is um fucking spot on i love it uh, and that's how it should be uh, you, don't get me wrong and i don't know why some people like it when it's like you say ego um pretending to be something that you're not just be yourself yeah, uh, and, and and that's you can tell what's what what's natural and what's not natural. You can it. You can hear it. These people listening right now can feel this. You know that's why they listen to you. Yeah, they vibrate yeah. at your frequency. Y'all can all feel this, and we're all grateful you're here. By the way, thank you guys for listening and supporting. Hey, throw your boy there, uh, exactly, Buck, right. and his Patreon. Uh, we're doing this value value exchange model. Any uh, time you find anything valuable, donate one dollar to whoever uh, created it. So in your case, you sir. So throw your Patreon down there or your um, however you do that, you know, if you have a PayPal or something like that. And everyone out there, thank you for participating in value exchange because it's how this goes. Money is just an energy, right? So it's really sure. more than just the dollar. It's not about the dollar. It has nothing to do with the dollar. Really, it's about you, the listener, participating in something energetically with things that you find valuable. And that's what it's all about. And this is where you really shift the paradigm when you start speaking with your money. Because money is one of those things that, we've all been raised to have a toxic relationship with, and that's on purpose. They don't teach you about taxes and shit in school because they don't want you to be educated on this shit. So what you do is you alchemize. Yeah, so you just alchemize the energy of money and you invite her back into your life by saying, look, we you know, have been taught not to like you and to fear you, but really you're one of the most powerful energies here because we've all decided that that's true. And then you just alchemize that energy. And the way you all do it, by the way, this isn't like, Oh, millions of dollars, and I don't have the, and I'm this. No, this is the most empowering thing in the world because it it's so simple. Give this man or donate, participate in value exchange for every episode you find out. Just one dollar, one dollar. This, you know, uh, pe people ask us for money to produce this for you guys. If you're listening out there, I know a lot of people don't know how podcasting works, but we do uh, invest in this monetarily. Not that it's a reciprocate reciprocal thing that you need to feel pressured to but by empowering yourself to donate one dollar that is energy exchange for something you find valuable that's the whole point of all of this and then what it is is you create literally a current with your currency you create a current of incredibly powerful energy where we all benefit and thrive because there's so fucking much here and there's so much for us and if you would just Take this understanding to heart that money is an energy that by participating in value exchange with what you find valuable, more things will be presented to you in the form of resources to participate in value exchange. So what this is, what's beautiful about this is by you actually, the listener here, participating in value exchange with all intent and heart, you actually get a lot of money in return on the back end of that. And the reason is, is because you're giving with altruism, you're giving with love. Usually when you're paying bills, you're paying it out of fear. And so you're like, ah, oh, there's not enough. And oh, I got to pay these bills. And so you go, oh, and you pay them. And then what happens? You you're only make enough. Me. You only make enough what to pay the bills, right? Because that's what you're asking the universe for. You're just saying, hey, this is what I want. 
So what you do, and I'm, I'm going to break everyone free of this. And what's so beautiful is it's so fucking simple. And this is what is scary is how powerful this is, is because it's so fucking simple. Everyone it's, it's a, if mob rule works one way, it works the other way, right? You just alchemize yeah. the energy. So mob rule says that we are the powerful ones here. And my job on this earth, this realm, this plane, whatever the fuck this is, is to give you back to yourselves. And so I'm telling you that $1 of energetic exchange on a regular basis with you, things that you find valuable is the way to break the cycle of your scarcity and to break the cycle of all of the scarcity. And it re-empowers people who are actually producing things that are valuable to be able to produce even more valuable things. So there's something now, Brandon, right? It, since I started the show, I have never heard uh, a perspective of money-related monetization like that, what you've just said. That seems fucking it's incredible, that, mate. It's the biggest kept secret, and it's the one that I've been very passionate about. There's a guy named Dewey Taylor, and he runs something called the Manifestor's Guide. I'm an affiliate of them, and they the don't pay me or anything. Guide. Yes, highly. Did, sorry, did you say you, you say he was an affiliate and, and they don't pay you? Uh, well, no, no. What I mean is, is um, like it's it's a partnership in the way that yes, of course. I mean they'll they'll pay for you know or whatever. But what I mean is, is uh. It's one of these things to where like you invest your energy in this. And that's something yeah. that Dewey Taylor told me most about. So I rep them as because Dewey changed my life. He sat down with me for a month and absolutely changed my life. And so this perspective of value exchange came and it's been expanded on from Dewey. So Dewey first planted this seed in my mind. And it was one of these things actually for for a perspective from behind the scenes here as a content creator for the audience as well, because you're all a part yeah. of this. I can feel you all out here. So thank you all for listening. Um, as a perspective from our side of this or <clears throat> from this side of the mic, we'll say, you know, um, it, it's tricky for us to say like, okay, look, you know, again, the, it costs money for us to do this. So what do we do? We put out a free show constantly because then we feel number one, that the content should be free for people. And I completely understand this dude. I get this. I get yeah. this. I get yeah. this. But one of the other things about this is, is that that creates a black hole for energy that just sucks in a void that you can't get out of until you decide that there is value in what you are doing and that you deserve to, to receive that value because you are worthy. And that's what all of this is, guys. And then anyone that participates in that says that you are worthy. Now, very carefully to this, it doesn't mean if they don't that you're not, okay? Because worthiness yeah. is something you know without physical manifestation of anything. But yeah. you must know it first before any physical manifestation of anything so you might as well just get worthy and i've got some tricks to that if you if you remind me but to finish here one of the things about this as a content creator is we feel that way and this summer i told dewey i was like dude but what if you know you know single mom out there and she got kids and she can barely afford anything and then i asked yeah. to charge for the show and then she doesn't get the information and he goes dude you're disempowering your audience and i was it's a, it's a perspective that I hadn't gotten before. So you're appreciative of the perspectives I'm offering here. I want to offer one from Dewey to you through me uh, that just changed my perspective about this completely. And it made me, it made me empower my audience. And that was the thing is it's, I was sitting here saying, oh, my poor audience can't afford. And you know what it did? It, it's true because whether you believe it is or you believe it isn't, it's, you're right, right? And so when you change the way you look at things, the, the way you, the things you look at change, right? Who was that? Uh, Bob Proctor, right? Um, no, Wayne Dyer. That was Wayne Dyer. So 
with with this understanding, then you realize that actually what you're doing is you're projecting again. We just talked about it. Everything out here is just a house of mirrors to you. And I was yeah. creating and existing in an audience that was like poor and couldn't afford to pay for the show, right? And so that's true because that's what I created. But you create all of this. And so just as easily, you can empower your audience by really educating them on what value exchange truly is. And this is what it's all about, people. This is one of these things. I mean, how long has podcasting been going on and how long have people gone like, what the fuck? How do you make money at this? Or what the fuck? How do you live on this or whatever? And there's a lot of people out here. And I did this for two years, almost two years where I would just go, okay, well, I'm just sacrificing everything. And I, you know, through our savings, I quit my job, I did it all. Yeah. But it was when I got the understanding of what it really is, what really value is and energy exchange and your attention and all of that that's when this came about and that's when this understanding just changed everything for me it, it changed everything that's uh that's brilliant how it's worked out for you i mean i mean like we've got a fucking studio and everything mate um <laughs> that's like a proper top setup there, isn't it? That well is, you have um, a studio you're sitting in one I right do, now it's different one. It's, it's different wherever you it, record yeah. anything at is a studio i call this a studio some uh you know if you record in your bathroom your bathroom's a studio it's all good yeah yeah, yeah i love it mate i love it uh, that's how it should be yeah that's how it should be um, we're all different we're all unique in our own ways um but with regards to um by the way that that was Incredible what you just said then. Um, very impressed, Brandon. But out of out of all the um, other content you've created, or from, since you started your show, what would you say your uh, forte is? Your your favourite topic you like to um, discuss? Like 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 for example, cryptid or mythology. Um, you know, I love all of it, to be honest with you. Um, but really, I think the <laughs> foundation, <laughs> seriously, because it's all connected in my mind. So the way yeah. that I see it is it's all like when you're saying cryptids, UFOs and paranormal and near death experiences, I'm like, mm -hmm. they're all the same. And to me, they're, they're the same force. They, they have the same, they facilitate the same experience here, which is just wonder and awe. And then, and then that's minutia niece down into your subjective paradigm, which is what it why it exists in the first place and why it's yeah. so tailored and all that stuff. But I would say that the contact phenomena is something, uh, the UFO phenomena in general is something that's, uh, that's sort of the first thing that got me into this. It wasn't ghosts or paranormal or cryptids. It was UFOs. And I was just so pumped about this. And it was really, um, at a pivotal time when I was really young, I started really getting into comedy philosophers. So people like Dave Chappelle, George Carlin, and Bill Hicks in particular. And I remember Bill Hicks really talking about UFOs and things in his, um, comedy which you know was to me like comma philosophy you know it was it was hilarious <laughs> yeah. but i it was so deep and i mean i just do and that's why bill hicks opens my show with a uh, choice right now between fear and love is that that whole thing that he does is the ride is sort of the way that i if i had to plant my flag or you know uh run me colors up the mast then that's what it would be but i i don't but yeah. it's one of my favorite um ways to look at this place it's just a fucking ride and that's why i'm uh you know i feel so called to get people back to themselves because the understanding I have about this place just being a ride and it's all a lot of fucking fun, then it's one of these things to where uh, it's infectious, it's contagious. Like, that's what I want to tell you. I don't want to tell you how the government fucking 
is fucking you over every day you're like, like i don't want to talk about that like you only need that <laughs> yeah. you only need that as long as you discover it and then once you discover it you move on a lot of people spend their entire lives in that point and then they just sit right there in that in that waiting pool and that's fine because they find out a, a, a lot of stuff they get very very scared but they put out a lot of information which is wonderful and it's all serving it all serves but you, fair listener, do not have to feel responsible for waking everybody up. Actually, if you want to be the most uh, proactive waker-upper of ever, live your best fucking life. What do they say? You know, it's all hidden in that revenge is a life best lived, right? So, like, you don't have to be living in revenge to just live a great life. What's wonderful about living a great life and being healed and truly authentically you is it's so fucking attractive. Like, People just want to be around you. You are a magnet for amazing people because they want to know how you did it. They want to know like, oh, it is achievable. Oh, yeah, you're not over here like telling me a bunch of shit um, that I don't understand and that I can't uh, wrap my mind around. It, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all for yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's uh, I'm, I'm that, that way myself, mate. I think everything to me is just beyond fascinating. It is a uh, fantastic time to be alive. But... I mean, I've not got a favorite uh, topic. I, they're all my favorite. Yeah, right. Is that yeah. everybody? I mean, it, it, down to the guest as well. Everybody's different. Everybody's unique in their own way, and that, that to me, that's what makes uh, a fascinating conversation when you've got different perspectives, and you 100%. can actually have a conversation and it not be, even though you might have a disagreement, you're not arguing. It's a discussion, and that. That's why that's what I guess uh, fuels my passion. Is yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead. Okay. It, we're just constantly learning, mate. Um, I mean, like, I've learned already just by talking for what nearly half an hour. I've learned so <laughs> yeah. much from you already, <laughs> and that's how it should yeah. be. That's it. It's a slipstream. It's just like, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. You know, it just makes sense. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're all activated now. And anybody listening to this, like, it's not an accident. We all know that. We're well past the point of coincidences here, right? And um, so it's it's just this awesome sort of like, yeah, here we are, of course. And now it's just fine-tuning. You know, now it's just like, okay, well, why, when somebody cuts me off, do I want to, like, ram my car, in a, you know, or do something stupid, you know, or do something yeah. that's not in my highest good. It's not stupid. It's it's what how you feel about it. But then the question would be to evaluate why you feel that way. It's like, why does that trigger me so hard? Now, one of the techniques I've used is just to say, you know what, that's what consciousness does, man. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It, yes, it's all about you. But also by it not being about you, it's not all all about you. Right. And so this idea of coexisting with these other individuated expressions of consciousness, which are just mirrors to you. So then you look around at all the things that annoy you, you know, in any moment and you go, ah, oh, fuck, that's me, right? I, there's a part of me that I need to heal to make this dude named Tommy in my life go away. You know, he's always fucking things up. He's breaking promises to himself, all this shit. And so we need to get Tommy out of here. And so what you do is you evaluate what part of you you see in the people around you that you don't care for, okay? And then you heal that part of you. Then what you do is you send healing energy, or if you want to say that, like it's, you don't have to be freaky woo-woo with this. And I know that can turn some people off, so it doesn't need to be. So what you do is you just visualize them on their highest fucking like timeline, like living their best life, like just absolutely crushing. And they change, dude. You, I'm telling you that when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change and you must first start though with yourself 
that you do this exercise outside of yourself. You just change the way, like when the phone rings and it's your mom, you, you don't get that eye roll like, ah, fuck, she's going to tell me all this shit or whatever. <laughs> you just say, you know what? Mom's on her highest timeline. This is going to be an incredible conversation. I'm so grateful for all of the things, like for her reading to me as a kid or for her, you know, whatever, no matter what happened in life, there's still a massive amount of things to be grateful for, for that woman in your life. If you, if you're lucky enough to have one, right? So the whole idea here is to hack this place. Now, the best part is the only thing to do to hack this place is to figure your relationship, your relationship out with you. That's it. You figure you out, you fucking beat the game, dude. That's it. Find out why you think the way you think, find out what your thoughts are, evaluate without judgment. The without judgment part of this is where people get stuck in spirals as you start judging yourself. Oh, why do I think that? Oh yeah. I heard this dude on this podcast. And you, you know, it sounds like he's having a great time. And it sounds like, man, I'd, I'd kind of like to see what he's doing. And then, man, well, why do I always get stuck in this? And God, I'm so whatever. And I'm so whatever. And you're going to get the the damn queef on my end if you say that. You know what I mean? So there, there's the this queef. just, yeah, the, the self-deprecation <laughs> queef. But I'm going to slap it on y'all. And so slap this idea, up, you want it? Damn, yeah. that's what happens if you start talking shit about yourself. That's it. <laughs> Uh, and so the idea, and even jokingly, right? Because there's 75 trillion cells in your body that respond to everything you think that, and feel. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It is yeah. uh, random. It's like uh, appreciation. Appreciation, mate. Um, Gratitude. All everything. Every, yeah. Yeah. Every, everything you're saying now is just makes total sense. That's how it should be. It's um, it's been a uh, quite a road to get to these words, and what's great yeah, about this yeah. place is, is like I said, I have no fucking, I don't, I will say no fucking clue. I just, I don't have any firm. This is what's going on, and so I always say that I don't have uh, beliefs. I have ideas because ideas are easier to change. You're getting new information constantly, and if you're hunkered down into a belief, you got to constantly reevaluate, see where it fits into your belief or, and most of the time you just shun it all together and just disregard the new information. Cause it's just easier to believe what you've always believed. Right. Um, you know, there's challenge in growth. There's challenge in exploring your ideas and healing yourself. But if that's what you're here to do, then there are fucking ways to do this, man. And there's been so many people that have come before us that have cleared such a great path and Really, it's just about sitting still with yourself and finding out who you are. That's it. You know, the way is within. Like, it's you. Anybody out there telling, oh, you must listen to me or you will fuck off with that shit. First of all, that's an energy that you've got to recognize in this place because it's it wears many masks, but it does not have your long-term good in, in mind. It may look, teach you an immediate lesson, but you're not going to be a fan of it. So if I may... Um, there's just anything out there yelling at you for your attention um, is, is sort of the best indicator for me to where I just go, you know what, probably not what I'm interested in. You know, we probably aren't um, here for the same purpose and mission. Now you're, we're on the same purpose and mission. You're just at a different part of it than I am. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what's beautiful about this. Even when you look around at you and you see things that you despise, you know, from a unity consciousness perspective, it's all the same thing. You know, you're, you're everything. Jesus and the devil hung out together. Like um, you're, you're all the worst things and the best things here. So this idea that um, there are things out here that you hate, and again, everything out here is just part of you. In my one of the views I take on this lately, and again, this changes, uh, is is that it's just pieces of you. So if you if you look at things that you don't care about out here, well, those are unhealed versions of you that we can all hear on heal on our min, mini level, and it translates to the collective out out there. And I'm telling you, this this is then dramatic 
things in my life. And so if it if it wasn't such a, like if I was still in the testing it phase and I was still like, oh, I don't know, I'll keep your posted. Uh, this is not that. This is the like fucking go do it. Like walk, don't run to this idea. Fucking sit with yourself, figure out where your thoughts go, what, what triggers your spirals, figure out how to stop your spirals. Usually the two words don't spiral do great. I created this uh, Thought Ninja Tulpa, which I've got a t-shirt for. Uh, and basically the Thought Ninja is the bouncer for my thoughts. And this was a game changer, dude. This this honestly was it. It was Dewey Taylor. And right after Dewey Taylor, I it was gifted by the muse, the idea of this Thought Ninja. And have taken it and just ran with this yeah. thing. And it's a Tulpa, right? It's an egregore. So it's one of these things. It's not real, but it's real. Like you create it. You know, they've done this in seances where... They create all an egregore with this um, intention and they create this thing and then it makes physical appearance in real life and affects things in real life, right? So I created one yeah. in my head called the Thought Ninja. And the whole point of the Thought Ninja is just to stop spirals. That's it. It was to get me to a point to where I knew my thoughts were the key to all of this. I knew that the way my mind worked was the key to all of this. I didn't think it was going to be as easy as it was, to be honest with you. It was scary simple now it's not right. let me say this it's simple not easy okay because you again the this is why i emphasize the without judgment part of this you will skip way ahead if you can utilize this exercise minus judgment if you're sitting there judging yourself the whole time then it's actually putting you in a place to where not only are you reliving those experiences in that with that energy that you weren't a fan of but now you're compounding it by the awareness you have now with all this new enlightenment and time to think about things but you're adding more on top of it by judging, right? So you're weighing that little, you know, that five-year-old version of you that felt scarce that you're upset about that you still feel scarcity from, right? You're like throwing all your shit on that poor little guy. And then he's like, got all this stuff. So all of it is with you. All of it starts and ends with you. You got two people to impress in this place, the five-year-old version of you and the 85-year-old version of you. And that's it. Everything else in between is a mirror to you. So wherever you're at, all the things around you are a barometer. They're a calibration tool to tell you where you're at in relation to where you want to be. That's all this motherfucking place is. And you hack it by figuring out your relationship with you. Sit with yourself. Yeah. Yes, right. Um, you are the Matrix Assassins. <laughs> I love that. Matrix Assassins, man. That's uh, lovely. I love it. I have got um, something to ask you, mate. Um, it's slightly different on what you've just been talking to, but have, yeah, you, bring ever it. Any, um, any, have you ever had any like, interactions with any um, any paranormal interactions? Or have you ever, for example, have you ever seen any um, UFOs or any um, entities? Um, so sort of? to your... Yeah, to your question, great question. I'm glad you asked because you're like, oh, you do the show on these UFOs and shit. You have to have seen at least 35 and been picked by the Pleiadians <laughs> and get probed, like, and you're all into it, you know? Like, yeah, probe, probe me harder, daddy. You know what I mean? So um, the answer to your question, though, is no. Um, well, the answer to your question is I don't know. So uh, to be completely fair, I feel that the where I'm at with it, I view the UFO phenomenon through so many lenses. But one of the more prevalent ones with where I'm at with the understandings of self and like this uh, toroidal field holographic type universe, not necessarily holographic, but even bit physics and quiz, uh, quantum physics, all this stuff. Uh, yeah. Then I sort of look at this place as like you create all this, right? So my psychosemantic subconscious has not manifested a UFO encounter yet. 
But I will say this, I'm not sure that if I would have chosen to do that, fallen through with the exercise, that I would not have requested on a subconscious level to be regressed so that I did not remember. And here's why. I look at this like this place through many lenses. And I feel that if I were to have an interaction like that at any of the levels previous, now I don't feel that I will be this way forever. And so therefore I perhaps will unlock this and then maybe a whole flood of things will come back and I will allow that. I'm, I'm not there yet. What I'm saying is if it's happened, then I know um, I know me and I would have been like, don't fucking let me remember because I don't want to shake the presence, right? I don't want to know. Like I want to know at a level, but also I respect the fact that the universe is constantly wanting to surprise you. And so I really embody this and I allow it to do so. And this is why my life is such a fucking magic carpet ride, dude, is because I just allow it to be. I just let it. I take yeah, away yeah. the control, the need for oh, the way it's going to turn out. And I know this is a fucking backwards perspective, dude. I get it. Three years ago, I was working in the beer business. I quit my job um, and I just threw it all out there. And I, I've never been business. happier. Never been happier. Yeah, I was a, a beer salesman. I mean, I did everything. I, I was there for like almost 10 years. And I, so I drove a truck. I drove a beer truck, an 18-wheeler oh, for a nice, long time. Man. And yeah, I've got my CDL. I've driven every, I've operated everything you can imagine. Um, and so uh, through through this whole process, though, what, I'm, what I mean to say is, is that I've just rewritten every cell of my body, every cell of my being. And what I can say to this is that there's been a lot of things that I, all of them, by the way, that have been valuable. But one of the more valuable things that I figured out was, is if you're really wanting to, again, change yourself, if you're looking around and you're like, oh, take the judgment out of your situation and really, though, sit with the, the awareness that where you are is a manifestation at some level. Like you want it to be where you are at some fucking level. You, there will be people that I didn't want this to happen. I didn't want this to happen, but through, you can reach a little bit further back in your life and see that through some major shit fucked up stuff that happened at that time, it created the best outcomes for you and the most dramatic shifts of your direction and the most positive outcomes because on the other side of that is so much growth. And so what's beautiful about this is going through those experiences is like um, miracle grow for your plants. You know what I mean? It just boosts these damn yeah. things. It's like putting them on light for 24 hours. You're giving it the best. You know, you got worm <laughs> castings in that bitch. You've got composted soil. You're thriving with this shit. But it's a very quick yeah, yeah. and rapid and it's intense, right? So the yeah. growing pains of those energetic expansions are something to pay attention to. This is also why you go easy on yourself, you know, like, like really think every version of you for getting you to where you are anytime you're like oh yeah but i fucked this up with this person i fucked this up with this person not a thing like if you choose to continue to view it that way you're absolutely welcome to right but i'm here to empower you with an alternate perspective which is all i can do okay I, again yeah, all yeah. i can offer you is just sort of the way that i look at this bitch and that's it and so you know it's it's empowering for you to understand that you're it and so if you if you view this as an energetic expressive place to where your attention is the currency here, then what you're looking at is what's giving you the energy to make you feel the way you feel. And so if you're watching fear-based programming all the time or you're getting caught up on what's going on and it's all like, oh, this is horrible and oh my God, can you believe? And even when you're right, even when you're sitting in a story and you're like, yeah, I know exactly what happened at Ruby Ridge or 9-11. And even if you're absolutely right, it's the point of it is the energy. So your discovery of and then release of the energy of is what this place is all about. It's like you get to this awareness that, yeah, dude, things are not what they're telling you in the news. But congratulations, you figured that out. 
Now, whenever you're ready to move on from that scary ass fact, then we'll be over here ready to op open arm, welcome you, we're here. And then you can really start to play with this bitch because then you realize that nothing yeah. that happens outside of you affects you at all. You control everything here. And when you stop seeing yourself as a victim, then bullies stop showing up because the only reason that energy exists because there's a vacuum to fill. If you're a bully, victims will show up for you. If you're a victim, bullies will show up for you. If you're neither and you just decide to not play in those energies anymore, you move on and you do something really enjoyable with your life. Uh, you start replacing those things with uh, things you actually do desire. But again, it's first and foremost, sit with you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mate, again, <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Um, if you just do me a favor, mate, um, with regards to what we just briefly spoke about with UFOs, I've just sent you uh, some footage of one of my friends stroke, um returning guest filmed recently um, above the house. I just sent it on Instagram. Oh, on Instagram. Okay. Just, just a quick, just a quick video, mate. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, um, mate. I've not got a fucking clue what it is, but have a look at it and you tell me what you think it is. Love it. Um, okay. it I'm watching it is, now. It looks like, uh, like. Glitter, um, sort of like a glitter wheel type thing. Um, but again, you just tell me what you think. I think it is fucking unreal. I think as I'm watching this, I know this is an audio only audience, and so I don't want to uh, sit here with a bunch of dead air while I watch a video with no sound. But what I'll describe it to you. Um, so it's over a home. It looks like a zoomed in cell phone camera video just over a home in what looks just to be a suburban. We can't really tell. It's just a house. And there's a glittery mass that does look like, let's say like a batch of chaff or something like that. But also uh, it's just these reflective particles spinning around. Um, no chemtrails in the sky that I can see, no clouds in the sky. So that's notable. Uh, no other aircraft flying by or anything like that. So that's interesting. It does look like, I mean, just some sort of particular, I would be interested to see, I mean, it could be a physical manifestation of what we see at night because of the way it illuminates. I mean, but it, it looks more reflective than illuminated because it disappears. It comes back. You know what I mean? So it seems to be. Yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah, it's, it's just because it looks like it's fading in and out that it's twisting and that sunlight's reflecting off of it when it comes back around. So I would say that it's, Maybe something, and that, but that also doesn't mean it's something fan, not fantastical, because it still could not be illuminated and still be these little machines or something that are just metal and silver and reflective, which which is not of terrestrial origin, or maybe they are, and they're we just didn't, you know, it's some secret technology shit. Man, I've been going through this book um, about uh, sort of a breakaway civilization. Have you heard of um, Charles A. A. Delshaw and um, the eighteen ninety? Uh, 1897, 1896 uh, airship sightings and all that stuff. I've not made that. Is that uh, if, you, if you were, if you got, if you got a link in it, I'd love to have a look at that uh, at um, some point. Yeah, let me actually. I'm just going to do. Um, there's a book by Dennis Crenshaw called "The Secrets of Delshaw," and that's what uh, I've been reading, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. But you know, like like that, uh, I won't I won't like to say because I mean we can only assume what we think it could be. Um, I've sent it to uh, one a friend, a, at Mufon as well, 
mm. sent it to him. Uh, I've sent it to a couple of people, but it's one of those, mate. I, I, I would love to see something like that, or, or, or some sort of craft. Um, t- to me, look, have you um, heard of the Ophanic? It's like, um, you know, do you know what? It's like one of the, uh, quote, angels, one of the art, the Ophanim. It's like look, like a wheel with the eyes on. Yeah, the wheel within a wheel, like Ezekiel describes. Yeah, yeah, the and wheel like a bunch of wheel, eyes yeah. and shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, could it be something along the lines of that? I don't, I don't know. Dude, I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, it's we, and that's the exactly thing, is right. it, or is it all the people that were there? You know, were um, projecting that uh, manifestation, and that they were all just doing it themselves. And so, this is one of those things too. You get really tripped out on. You're just like, so is it all of us just making the shit up? Is it a bunch of make them ups, or is that the way that really consciousness expands? It puts like crazy woo woo in your face and makes you stare at it, and makes you deal with it. You know, and they make you go. All right, so what do you think of this shit? There you go. You know, have at it. Here, here's what it is. Here's a fucking UFO. You, you, you know, you got picked up. Your whole family, all this stuff. What? How are you gonna deal with this? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it, and it, and then to to further it, dude. You know, maybe it's something crazy. Like maybe it's something absolute, so mind blowingly. Like you would lose your shit and melt your face off if you if you saw it for what it really was. And so what happens is is your mind replaces it with something which is why a lot of people say that they see different things right your mind just replaces it with let's say something so even even radically bizarre like a ufo or a bunch of you know or an alien or some shit right but really it's none of that at all and it's just because your mind can't perceive it like like uh really interesting how you mentioned you know like the group manifestation because i I believe that yeah they're like mass hallucinations yeah Possible, yeah. Like especially like when you have like um, just said there's been UFO spotted, for example, in New York, and then you'd have a hundred people saying, Oh yeah, I've seen it, and like saying the manifestation from a group. But would that show on video footage? Um that's what's y- confusing to me. Well, I mean, maybe. So the here here's the very interesting part. So the whole thing about like reality is fucking weird. Okay. Because they have been yeah, their yeah. studies, and I can't cite this one directly, but it was in a book I recently read and it's fascinating. But there were countless ones like this. It's just one of these examples. <clears throat> yeah. So one of the things that they did was that they had a sheet of music and they had this music that was a certain note, tone, everything, and that they wrote it out. So they wrote out the sheet music of it, sealed it in an envelope, and then put it in a safe at the at this university. Then what they did is they took that that exact same copy of that piece of exact music, okay? Yeah. And then they played it over and over, and then they just changed one little thing so that the music was changed. And then they had people visualize that with their mind. Now, what's crazy is the changed music changed on the envelope that was sealed up. And they recorded it on a CD, too. This is the other fucking trippy part. An audio CD, and it changed to the one that they altered outside of it. So this is the kind of shit. This is the Schrodinger's cat stuff. This is the double slit experiment. This is the stuff that, like, those quantum physicists that just got those Nobel Peace Prize for telling you all that you can just make them up with your mind. And if you just focus hard enough and do all the shit this crazy guy on this podcast is talking about, you can actually live anything you want be like your dreams and shit like this is dead serious shit and so but this is also what your show's all about what i'm all about is empowering people with just avenues of research like we're not telling you what's going on i would never claim to do that what i will say is there there are things here that are very interesting i had um 
Mark Ollie on recently, and the episode will be out uh, probably a week or two. Either way, um, but Ollie, he's, I love him. You've got to get him on, dude. He's over on your in your neck of the woods. He's great. He sounds Mark, dude. He's incredible. He's um he wrote uh Crystal Skulls and Human Heads. It's this badass book. Uh, he's an archaeologist, historian, actor, drummer. His uh, band Copper Worm is badass. He's over there in the UK. He's awesome. He's uh gonna be on Ancient Aliens this season. Yeah, he's a good buddy. Anyway, so uh, we were talking about uh, Eric. Would do what? I said nice one, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll love yeah. him. Mark Ollie, O L L Y. Yeah. So he was saying that he was sitting next to uh, Eric Von Daniket um, at some UFO conference, right? And Sukanos were there, and all the people from um, the conference were hanging out backstage. And uh, he said that, um, I think he said that Von Daniket was sitting there eating pudding or something like that. And everybody was like, oh, he's an archaeologist. Oh, no, sitting next to Von Daniken, right? And so um, he goes, you know, he leaned in and he said, look, you know, Mr. Von Daniken, um, I am an archaeologist. Uh, I read your book. My dad had it. I'm a child of the 70s. My dad had it on his uh, bookshelf, and I read the hell out of it. He goes, I didn't agree with everything that you said in there. He said, but what it did do is it gifted me the ability to ask questions outside of the box and to see that there wasn't one answer for things. And that's a huge gift. And Von Daniken leaned over to him and said, do you know that there are 278 question marks in that book and then just went back to eating his pudding? Like how fucking brilliant of an answer is that? Wow. All he was doing was wanting to make people think. And then everybody rails on the dude because it's an alternate theory, you know, because it's just some dude's fucking like, hey, look at this. And what's even worse is it's so compelling. That's when they start attacking the dude, right? That's when you know yeah. when they start attacking the person, not the message, you know? Because the message is, you, you can't just, somebody who's just asking questions. That's my whole show. I'm not telling you what's going on. I'm just saying, hey, maybe there's yeah. some more dope shit to look at. That's all. Like, yeah. it's beautiful. It's just, hey, maybe that there's a flower grown over there we should go walk over and check out. That's the equivalent of my show. Just maybe there's something else, you know? Hey, I, I, like, I love the sound of this dude. The name is familiar. But, uh, yeah, he's great. It's good to say it's, 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 it's being released next week um not next week it'll be the week after i'm kind of stacking oh, yeah, i'm going out of i'm going out of town second week in april so i'm kind of uh, readjusting the schedule a little bit i got invited to go to the contact in the canyons thing um so i'm gonna go do that but, yeah man in the canyon. what's that mate yeah so this is something that the guys from grimerica do um grimerica brandon powell will be there uh so darren uh grimes you know um graham uh dunlop will be there uh david warner matheson Casenu moore uh, and we're just going to go out to Utah and hang out uh, for the weekend and do Wim Hof breath te uh, techniques through Brandon Powell. Uh, also, we're doing drum circles and hangouts and a lot of great food and then doing, um, you know, uh, cold, cold dunks and stuff like that. Um, hiking at Zion and then going out to Bryce. Psychedelics. Um, Psychedelics. Uh, maybe. You know, yeah, if in the moment it's intuitive, I'm not, I don't plan those, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, we'll, we'll say, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not there yet. So I just kind of let it, you know, yeah. Not trying to agree with a bit of peer group pressure though, but uh, yeah, mate, that would be. Uh, oh, I had a banger of a DMT trip last Friday. So yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm not opposed to it at all. Uh, I would yeah. absolutely, if uh, available, sure. And if I was in the mood, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's all about the mood and in the right environment with the right people as well, mate. Uh, it's got to be spot on for always, but anything like that. Well, in my opinion, anyway. You say mm -hmm. David Matthews, as in David from uh, Forbidden Knowledge. Um, no, but it's funny that you said that. Chris Matthew from Forbidden Knowledge Chris is actually. Matthew, that's it. Sorry, sorry, you know, Chris. 
No, it's okay. You know, it's funny about that. I'm in Texas. He's in Colorado. He's going to be here in about 10 minutes, which is why actually we need to cut this a little short. He's coming to Jeez, stay at my house. Yeah, he's coming to stay at my house. Oh, tonight. I'll post oh, a picture man. of us on Instagram tonight and tag you in it. Okay. Uh, he's coming hey. to stay tonight. And then um, he's moving on to Louisiana. Um, him and his girl and his dog are coming through and they're shooting a documentary. So I'm actually going to be in the documentary. We're going to shoot all that tomorrow before he takes off to continue on to Louisiana. But it's funny that you brought up Chris because, of course, he's, like I said, going to be here in like 10 minutes. Dude. I'm just waiting on his call so I can go hey. get a gate for him. Uh, How yeah, crazy is that? It's my weird. first time meeting him in real life, by oh, the way. This weird. is what's so, is that's the synchronicity, weird. isn't it? Yes, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it's weird. I think it's spot on and it makes the most sense in the world. And you know what it should further like tell you is that we're totally in sync. You know what I mean? Like there's this vibe happening Definitely. where you and Definitely. I over this time period that you and I have been sitting here together have gotten so locked in that for some damn reason you said Chris Matthew of Forbidden Knowledge <laughs> News out of the thousands <laughs> of fucking people I talk to and know. And I've yeah. never I yeah. hadn't met this dude in real life yet. And he's literally driving to my home right now to stay the night. I, I... That's crazy, that. that Amazing, really right? is. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is. Um, everything happens for a reason, Brandon. Um, 100%. And I strongly believe in that. And, and there you go, that evidence. Mad, madness. <laughs> 100%, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, I did a show with uh, Chris. Fuck knows what happened with the recording, mate. Uh, it just vanished off my Skype. So we are going to be doing uh, another show soon. We're just waiting until because uh, I know he's really busy doing some sort of tour. Yeah, he's doing this. That's what he's coming to my house to do. He's um, he's doing the tour, but he's filming a documentary. So he's actually on the road right now for at least the next week for sure. So yeah, but I will absolutely tell him he said hi, and we will get a picture together. Yes, and I'll, I'll put it on Instagram right. tonight, and I'll I'll tag you in it, dude, for sure. Yeah, nice one, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. It's one of the. I mean, he was one of the shows that. One of the first like cluster of shows that I uh, started listening to. Um, he's got his shows fucking quality. The, the guest he has on, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Love the Chris, content. Dude. Been at it for ten years. Different. He's had a long ten years. Yeah, man. or seven at least. I know seven at least. I want to say seven hell, actually. I may have I may have just jumped at ten, but I know he's the OG man. He's like somebody I was listening to yeah, before I even yeah. knew what podcasts were. You know what I mean? I just thought it was a YouTube channel. Nobody said the word fucking podcast. Yeah, he's a uh, top lad as well. Chris, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Dead easy to talk to. Um, and he's always been spot on with me as well. Before yeah. I even had my show, uh, the conversations we used to have. You know, he's, uh, he's a nice lad. Um, yeah. <laughs> still a bit, still weird how we, uh, how I just said it. And he's going, he's going to be with you any minute. <laughs> That's in that wild. Very, mate. Very. Yeah. Uh, I love it. So yeah, I guess on that note, well, if it's cool, man, let's let's fucking do a part two on this. Invite me, dude, and I'll, yeah, I'll um, when the schedule mate. aligns. Let's do this again in a in a few months, man. Um, got a lot of stuff yeah. going on, but dude, I'd love to do this again. You're an outstanding yeah. host. This is such a fucking fun hang, man. Honestly, thank you so much for the invite. Hey, um, me a lot. Of what you just said to me. Thank you very much. Uh, and Good. you coming on, mate. Uh, like I feel like uh, I feel like I've known you a lot longer than an hour. Yeah. we're all the same we're all just walking each other home here brother you know what i mean we're all the same thing no one's better no one's whatever it, we're we're all here to, to together you know and to expand everything so yeah. i'm honored we to be able to sit down and... yeah with another piece of us and and talk about cool shit because you're a great dude with great perspectives and a great voice by the way you've got a, just a dope voice man you're meant for this shit 
Do you think I've got to come from yeah. a village in, in northwest England? But, but that, thank you very much. Um, and detail, mate, everything I understand you fully. And it's not, uh, I mean, part of it is uh, having the ability to understand your guest. Yeah. And yeah. There's not, not one word I didn't understand about you. So, yeah, you are very well spoken. And, um, I'm surprised what you just said. Thank you very much. Uh, don't be. <laughs> it's an of course. It's a duh. Yeah, of course, man. I'm badass. Fuck yeah. I mean, it makes all this all the sense in the world. So, and uh, you just, but me. you're a humble sweetheart, and it's, honestly, it was a true honor, dude. So, like I said, anytime uh, and it aligns, I will absolutely be back on, my friend. Yeah, nice one, mate. I would love as well. You know, like how you you're doing you, this uh, in the desert. Yeah, what what are you going on doing with um, what you know what what whatever is you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just this... words out. No, you're fine. Yeah, it's you didn't need to. I got it. Uh, yeah, contact it's, um, to the it... desert. Contact to the desert. That, that yeah. uh, what you're gonna be doing? Yeah, and they do several oh. of these. So there's like contact at the cabin, and they do contact at the uh, something river, or something like that. So there's several different. Because uh, they do several of these a year. This one happens to be contact at the canyon because they're actually going to like oh, Zion National canyon, Park. It, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and then this one. No, no, no. Don't, don't be. No, don't be. Don't be. We, we've said a bunch of shit. You, you missed, you missed one word with the same letter and sound. Don't worry about it, dude. <laughs> uh, it's, it, um, but yeah, it's a canyon, and I was calling it contact at the cabin too because that's what I'm familiar with. Graham saying a bunch because I've been a fan of Graham America for a long time. Graham and I, are, he's been on the show. He's an awesome dude. I've been on their show. Um, just great people. And so uh, I've heard him say contact at the cabin a bunch. And so I keep like pausing at that point. And I'm like, okay, hang on. Okay, no, it's yeah, contact at the canyon this time. So yeah, no worries at all, mate. That, that is uh, another show I would love to get on at some point. Uh, again, there are, there's a lot of, there's thousands of shows now, mate. But Dude, well, the, and you get all the, the time in the world. Yeah, all yeah, the time in the world. We're just getting going. We're just getting started. Yeah. That's the best yeah. thing. Just take a deep breath. Like appreciate the fuck out of who you are and where you are and what you're doing for us, expanding consciousness, dude. And brother, I mean, absolutely beautiful. Like you're crushing it. Thank you very much. And, and you, mate, uh, you're the show, type of show that, that I look up to because like, look at the commitment. Two years and uh, you're still going, <laughs> getting stronger and stronger. I think that that's what I, I, there we go with Chris. He's an, a prime example how long he's been going for. That is, uh, that's true commitment, That It's just small things every day. That's what it is. Yeah. It's just yeah. discipline. Uh, it's small things. Like, so I challenge anybody just to do their age in push-ups every day. At some point, like, if you need to break it up, do 10 in the morning, 10 whenever, 10 whenever. Like, just do something every day. Yeah. Uh, do a journaling practice. Don't don't uh, pick up your phone in the first hour. Read instead. I It. The, these are the that, kind of yeah. things that is how you hack this place right there as you yeah. see what they're offering for you to exchange your attention and time for and just do something different do something that lights your soul up instead and just when yeah. you replace shit like that dude you're a game changer absolute game it's changer. like yeah it's like uh it's like <sighs> self-progression in it yeah for self sure growth, yeah 100 percent right mate i know chris is gonna be with you yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, I, so I, I, we could just keep doing it. You got to shut me up, man. You got to make me stop. Just be like, bro, you got to go. Chris is coming. Yeah. Hey, you could talk no. glass actually, couldn't you, mate? You could talk glass actually. <laughs>
Dude, I know. Yeah, I, I get diarrhea that, of the mouth in the best way, and I fucking love it. Yeah. That's a compliment, mate. Uh, right. I'll take it. Uh, before you go, Brandon, um, it's been a true pleasure and honor speaking with you. Uh, I loved every fucking minute of it, mate. Would you like to let uh, the listeners know where they could get all your plucky show? Dude, uh, I will add everything to show notes and, and all that. Like, uh, I'll make it super easy on you. One link, uh, expandingrealitypodcast.com. That's everything else links from there. Uh, for the most part, you know, socials, you can find us anywhere, YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, but just expandingrealitypodcast.com. Y'all go check out the website at least and just go, damn, he he made all that. So I built all that shit in Canva. I like the way it flows. It's a fun little style. And then I have a um, handbook that goes along with the show that I also publish because I have a publishing house now. And so if you're interested oh, in publishing you know, your story, mate. yeah, if you're interested in publishing your story, uh, let me know. We are just about empowering authors. That's our whole thing. Um, so like I said, I have a little companion book for the show I'm very proud of. And then um, many more things to come. So that's what we're ready to talk about now. But uh, yeah, just expandingrealitypodcast.com. And thank you guys so much for this. Thank you all. Mate, thank you. That is, uh, that sounds spot on as well. Yeah, you've got everything there in one page, but we'll add it to show notes, mate. And it has been a true pleasure and honor speaking with you, Brandon. Um, and I look forward to speaking again soon. For the same here, um, anytime. This has been nice fucking one, awesome, bro. Yeah, but I can't wait to hear about your uh, canyon. Yeah, piece. yeah. Um, it's got. I bet it's going to be mint. That you're going to love it. I bet. Oh, a hundred percent. What's we, cool too I is wish um, we had someone like that over here. We'll start something <laughs> like that over there. See, here's the thing about all this. It's like all you have to do is uh, create what you want. Like you can do this. And so you have everything around you all the time. And we'll get, we'll get into that next time for sure. But what I will oh, say is, right. yeah, of course. And what I will say though, is um, this thing is going to be dope. And there are going to be two episodes that come out. Uh, one of them with Brandon, Graham and Darren, and that one will come out ahead of uh, April 20th, which was when the event is the third week in April. Yeah. And then also there's going to be a second episode where I'm going to, uh, we're going to feature David Warner Matheson and Ksenia Moore. And they're both going to niche down into um, what they're going to be talking about. And uh, it's going to be really cool. So we'll have two episodes with all the, um, you know, what do they call them? Honored guests or whatever. Uh, these yeah. amazing, amazing folks that are uh, facilitating and sharing their knowledge and wisdom with everyone at this event. Uh, those folks will be on the show and it'll be two episodes. So you guys will get two chances to check that thing out and to kind of uh, take a look at it. And it's amazing. I'm, I'm so grateful to be going and just to know these people and to know you. I mean, it's all family, you know, so it's beautiful. And we'll get you out to one sometime, dude. Oh mate, fucking hell, that would be uh, that would be something else. That thank you. Yeah. Um, wow, mate. I've got. I'm sat here with uh, a daft smirk on my face. Quality Good. conversation, Brandon. Um, loved well, it. I am chuffed. I learned that Thanks, uh, mate. something y'all say over there. So I am absolutely chuffed. Chuffed. Yeah. Chuffed. <laughs> Love it, love it. Right, mate, uh, you have a nice night. And let Chris know. Dude. I said, tell him I said, okay, please. Uh, but, Brandon, I love you, brother. Brandon, and, love uh, you I'm going to stop recording. I'm going to stop recording now, mate. Nice one. <laughs> you got it. Thank you. this 
six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.